Hey, it's Sam Amick from The Athletic, and you can listen to me, Fred Katz, and Anthony Slater break down the inside story of what is happening in the NBA. Latest news, trades, signings, all of the above. Latest action on the floor. Be sure to listen and subscribe to The Athletic NBA Show and listen to Tampering every Tuesday. Oh, my God. What are y'all talking about? Y'all hate. Stop hating. Everybody hate. Welcome to the Athletic NBA Show, Monday through Friday, on the Athletic Podcast Network. Who's their best young talent? Nick Claxton? We got Kevin Knox, bitch. Bruh. New York strip steak? Ooh. This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? Dang! With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. Got Trevon Edwards, got Wazdy Lambre, got Jay King today. Jade Hoy is producing. And gentlemen, we're giving out money once again and then turning our heads because Drew Holiday gets a massive extension, a max extension, some might say, with the Milwaukee Bucks. Four years, 160 million dollars it can be up to 160 million dollars we're talking 40 a year uh if you did the math correctly for drew holiday who turns 31 in june obviously with the bucks it's all about getting Giannis to re-sign the max extension which they did right super max extension gets gets signed before the season um and then they had chris middleton on a big deal they now have Giannis on a big deal and they had acquired drew holiday to convince Giannis, hey, you should stay here. We're trying to win a championship with you. And it worked. He re-signed. And now, after this extension to Drew, look, it's not like they're going to have much flexibility in the first place with uh, with this roster in terms of the money already out to Middleton and Giannis. But now, the lack of flexibility moving forward is going to be something that they have to be aware of. Now, if this team is good enough to win a championship, which I think talent-wise... You can look at that big three of Giannis, of Middleton, and of Drew and say, yeah, I can see that winning a championship. They're good enough. Waz, they just got to get Mike Budenholzer to <laughs> figure out how to, how to make that work in the playoffs. But, Waz, where are you on this Drew Holiday? Like, that's a lot of money for a dude on the other side of 30, but he's good. He's really good. No, it's, it's look, they gave up all that they gave up in the offseason – a lot of people snickered. I don't want to say I snickered, but I was like, I mean, you know, all I'll say you did. Holiday. I'll say you did. <laughs> you don't want to say it, but I'll say it. all of that for Drew Holiday. But you know, when the deal happened and the guys on a one-year contract, it's kind of with the implicit understanding they're going to resign him. You can't give up all of that and not have him in your building going forward. So we knew they were going to extend the guy, but my lord. <laughs> well, was you're right. Like they gave up Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, uh, the pick that ended up being the rights to RJ Hampton. Um, the Pelicans have the option to pick swap in 2024. They gave up their 2025 first round pick. Yeah. Pelicans have the option to pick swap in 2026, and they yeah. gave up their 2027 first round pick to the Pelicans. Um, that's a lot. That's a that's a lot. Uh, now they did get the rights to Sam Merrill. I don't know if that if you remembered that. If that Is helps he related you. to um, Maryland? No. Probably. Yeah, why not? No. Well, I mean, they're um, going to need it with all this money going to Drew Middleton and, and Giannis. Like. <laughs> Listen, look, um, I, I think Drew Holiday is a really good player. Like, 
he's going to help them win playoff games this year, which, you know, some people might say, well, that's all you can ask. But, like, is Drew Holiday, and I know this is a freaking hacky-ass way to put it, but is he the second-best player on a championship team? No. Is he the second-best player on this team, though? No. So, your third-best player is making 40 mil, and it's Milwaukee, so I get it, but whatever. I disagree. On which part? On don't all do your LA on, thing on him either, Trey. On, don't do don't do your LA homerism either, Trey. I know you're about to do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because he's not because he, he's LA County, bro. Like he's not he's not he's not he's not he's not he's not in the cream of the cup, bro. But yeah, respect him, bro. Shouts to the holidays. The real the real. I think he's um, from um, Studio City. Yeah, he's, he's he's off deck though. We, we hey man, we that's LA County. We ain't overclaiming. Don't claim him. <laughs> nah, we ain't overclaiming that though. What? Nah, he's hard though. He got game. Shout out to the holidays though, because they you know they got they they really doing it. Three active guys on the uh, roster. See, that's I, no shot to the balls. But I, um, I like it because for one, the defense don't get static. And the pressure that he put and like who wants to come? It's kind of similar to Utah. Like who want to come to Milwaukee? It's not too many players that just want to come there. And just be there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, he wanted a franchise that he could commit to. He loves Milwaukee. He loves the staff. Loves playing for Bud. Has created a relationship with Chris and, and, and uh, Giannis and the rest of the guys. Um, he will get a chance. You know what I mean? In New Orleans, I think he was just wasting his talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they, they going in a different direction. And, and now he gets a chance to at least be in the conversation of, you know, peak maybe Eastern Conference Finals. Or maybe they make the, make, maybe make, make the jump. I don't know. He's only 30 years old. Again, coming off this deal, he'd be 34. We've written off way more players than this. And I think he's still in good shape, bro. He has a lot of basketball. He played he played exceptionally well against the Lakers, even though obviously LeBron wasn't playing and not that nature. But um he's been he's been hooping, dog. Like, and I think he's always been one of the type of players that's just kind of been under the radar. Doesn't really solely focus on all stars and none of that. I, I just really roll with him and then you know, like I mentioned, he'll be 34 in uh in June of the end of that deal. So I don't I don't I don't think that I think they won that trade overall because if he didn't want to be there and it was a rental, it'd be laughing stock. I mean, Giannis would just have to just pack it in on that one. So overall, I mean, I think they they made the right move overall. Yeah, I think the Bucks had to do this. Once you trade all that for Drew Holiday, you have yeah. to re-sign him and you have to make this move. But it's like a hostage situation, like when they're holding your kid with a knife to <laughs> Hostages his don't get $160 million. Well, <laughs> they held themselves hostage. <laughs> the Bucks are the hostages. <laughs> they held, they themselves. held themselves hostage. <laughs> they sent a ransom note to themselves. <laughs> but I, I think the not the hidden aspect of this, but I think part of this is Mike Budenholzer has a lot of pressure now. Because the three top guys are all locked up for years. They're not going to be able to change much to this core. They'll be able to tweak the supporting cast, whatever. But it's Giannis, it's Middleton, and it's Holiday now. And if Budenholzer can't get it right, and he hasn't gotten it right the last two years in the playoffs, then that's the the obvious piece to change to try to chase after a championship if, if you can't make the playoff run that you want this year, next year, whenever. Um, and so I think I think there's been a lot of pressure on him since they flamed out in the second round. But this deal, to me, puts even more of a target on Budenholzer. <laughs> and I, I think, and like, has he shown much? 
in the playoffs? No, dating back to Atlanta. He's got to change. I think he has the roster now where they're flexible. They can be flexible. Oh, 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 J. King, J. King, hold on. You, you, you just put in a memorandum on, on Budenholzer. It's over. If you don't do it, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Jay. Like, what are we doing? Like, he, they have shat themselves two straight years in the playoffs. Oh, man. Yeah, and they once have, it was to a Kawhi and a Raptors team that was now. started rolling. The, the the Heat thing and just getting. No, 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 no. Jay, you, no. You, you're going to give them some damn respect, okay? Because I tried to warn you still for won't do months. It. Still won't do this it. This was going to happen. I'm still slandering the Heat. Oh, my God. <laughs> but. But I just, I just feel like, Trevor like Reza, this team, baby. they're built to be flexible, Nicola at Depot. least defensively. Like, this is not a team where you have to play d- drop coverage anymore. The P.J. Tucker acquisition changed things. The Drew Holiday acquisition changed things. They can be flexible. They can be versatile if Budenholzer is. And so now there's just a lot on Budenholzer's plate. I, I feel like if he if he doesn't fix this puzzle, then it's goodbye, goodbye Mike. I have a huge issue with something Trey said. This high school is six minutes from my house. This is L.A. County. Just because it's on the other side of the hills doesn't mean it's not L.A. County. Where'd he go? Where'd he go again? You went to, you went to uh, Campbell Hall, according to yeah, Wikipedia. Campbell, come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> they don't. They don't play. They don't play. They don't play in a uh, city or CIA. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me ask you, Trey. Spencer Dinwiddie went to Taft, so he was over the hill, but. He's Valley from boy. The, he's okay, but he's from the city though. Yeah, I mean, like you can go to the school, but mm, I know. Mm, okay, okay. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> I think people were afraid to go over the hill to play Drew Holiday. <laughs> they worried he was going to eat their lunch. Wait, well, you know what though? You know who also went to Taft? Jordan Farmer. Oh wow! You know who also was out in the Taft? Nick Young. I mean, wow. out there in the, in the valley. Sounds so, like a couple champions to me. Um, what's his name? Was there too? Uh, Steve Smith, the football player. Yeah. Yeah. He was nice. SC but receiver. fighting Steve Smith? Wide receiver? No, 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 no. USC Steve Smith. Smith. Oh, USC Steve Smith. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So Drew Holiday grew up in Los Angeles. He went to UCLA and you still don't claim him? <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> no, no, no. It's crazy. No, no. You know, here's the thing. People do claim him, right? I'm just talking about inner city. It's not inner city. It's inner city versus like LA County. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not separating it because it's burbs. There you go. Thank you. But because okay, so for instance, Trey, that's like us trying to claim Kawhi. He's from Inland Empire. No, 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 no. Come on, don't do that. No, 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 don't no, no, no. That. Inland don't Empire is like fucking three hours away. Okay, that's, Come that's on, what I'm man. saying. No, I said that's like us trying to claim him. We wouldn't. We can't. Hold on. No, here's the difference. So Ben Gordon, he's from Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon, Mount V. But I have to claim him. <laughs> he's still to, New York baby. because y'all don't have nobody. Y'all don't have enough. I love. I love the. <laughs> The word choice there. You have to. Not you, you choose have to claim. To. You have y'all to don't have, Y'all don't have <laughs> enough, bro. It's not like y'all just gathered a bunch of pros, bro. Let's be honest. If we group up... So, so here's the thing. How about this? Let me reword this. If we say he's from Southern California, boom. There you go. Because if we go Southern California... Southern California, just, I think of San Diego. I'm just like, yeah. If somebody says Southern crazy. California instead of LA, I know you already, you're in or Anaheim. San Diego. I know If you do Southern California... Then yeah, we got Southern California is basically a state compared to other states. <laughs> in Waz's in Waz's mind, there are three things, right? You have to die, you have to pay taxes, and you have to claim Ben Gordon as a New York. You have to, you have to, you have to. 
You have to. You have to. <laughs> um, on a scale of one to ten, how likely are the Bucks to regret the final two years of this contract? I don't think they're likely to regret it's, it. Is ten as in the worst? The yeah, Bucks ten don't in the get worst. to regret it. Oh, they, like three. they're the Bucks. They three. don't get to yeah. Yeah, three. Exactly. It's a three. They don't get to regret even just having a Drew Holiday. You don't get to regret it. Yeah. Jay. You get to be thankful. You barely draft a Giannis. They won't regret it. You barely draft a Giannis, dog. Whatever yeah. happens from here, like it's that gravy. that trade convinced Giannis to stay. Yeah. After the trade, you have to ink Drew Holiday. So they made their bet before and i'm not sure the last two years the deal will be good like there's a chance drew holiday as he ages won't be great because i think a lot of his game is predicated on being athletic enough to guard you and being athletic enough to to get to the rim man, he's, he's strong like as fuck though the, he's he is strong. so strong yeah. he's just an ox man but especially for a point guard it's yeah. it's ridiculous how strong he is um but like i, I don't think there's any room for regret because because of all the good that's already come from it with the Giannis deal. Like, their their franchise was in a place where they weren't sure Giannis was going to stay. And in my mind, at least, I mean, I'm not sure exactly the reasoning behind it, but that trade had to convince him or help convince him that Milwaukee was a place for him. So scale one to ten, put a number on it, Jay. Uh, I got, I got one. There, there will be no regrets, man. Regret. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was a one as well. I was hoping you would also say a two or a three, and I could just call you guys haters because it's a one. They got to No, actually, one through three is kind of like still. No, in the I don't same hate range. the deal. I don't yeah. hate the deal. I don't hate the deal, and they're not gonna hate the deal. They, they can't hate. They, you can't hate the deal. You can't. Speaking of right, deals, so you can't hate. The owners, hold on, hold on, the hold owners on. could get. A, a little iffy though, like when they're paying extreme tax prices <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a ta- team that, that flames out. Crazy man, that I'm kind of I'm 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 raising my potential First regret of all, to four. Isn't Edens or whatever his name is a hedge fund guy? Aren't they all hedge funds? Yeah, they're all hedge, hedge funds. No all the no mercy, make them bleed. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> can I read this statement though? Yeah, go for it. Read it. Read it. All right, we are grateful for the time we've been able to spend learning about the Bucks organization, our team, and the greater Milwaukee community. We appreciate how John, Coach Bud, and the entire staff, along with our teammates and fans, have supported us since the trade to Milwaukee. We have a special group that wants to put in the work and compete for a championship every year. We look forward to working closely with our fans in the community, as well as continue to provide with opportunities and resources with our JLH fund throughout Milwaukee. We're incredibly blessed to stay here, and we believe Milwaukee will be home for our family for many years to come. So it's similar to the Mike Conley Utah stuff. Written rec- like, like a true LA guy. <laughs> That's a valley, baby. That's definitely not an LA guy because he's going to groan. He going for, first of all, you know the LA guys. We're going to go for Miami, New York, Houston, <laughs> Toronto. Thanks, you know what I'm saying? Thanks, we ain't talking. First of all, LA up. dudes might not even be married. <laughs> That's for sure. Or if they are, they won't let you know about it. You know, see, our Instagrams gonna look like Paul Pierce's boy. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right, hold on. I do want to get to some other things, but this Paul Pierce Instagram was something to wake up to yesterday. I guess Saturday when you listen to this. Yo, yo, you work for Disney, bro. Oh my god, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate. Stop hate. Everybody hate. Seems like Disney works for him. You know what I mean. The the best part was he got up the next morning and just tweeted good morning. 
Like, like the whole world. The whole world was going wild over everything that happened on his Instagram, and he just tweeted out, "Good morning." That's it. We've been to turkeys before. Listen, you know what's crazy? LA's been one Paul to be like that for twenty years. That Paul is an LA dude. I'll give you that. Paul is definitely. But look, but look what look how look how long it took to expose that to be to like. All right, you really. He. I think. I think they did the get out in Boston as soon as he got drafted. (laughs) They just did get out, bro. He didn't get a chance to be him real self, dog. He was just. He was Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, he was just out there just trapped, bro. They put that green jersey on and trapped him, bro, and brainwashed him. They brought KG in. He tried to bring it out of him. He couldn't do it. He couldn't bring it out of him, bro. Look at him. That's that. That that that's why they call him the truth. That's why that video. He ain't the truth right there, bro. What's the problem? Monica, you should be here. You can make some money, girl. Stop playing, Monica. What you doing? Oh, it was funny. There were a couple things where people like because he had also, I think, either posted or tweeted or something about how like it was his kid's eighth birthday, right? His kid turned eight, and they're like, "Your kid turned eight? What are you doing?" I was like, "That seems like kid went to bed, right? Kid went to bed. You go, you have a party in some other part of the house or a different house altogether. Why can't he celebrate in his own way after the kids kids asleep? I'm I'm guessing the kid wasn't the one throwing poker chips at him." Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I love listen, Jay. Everybody celebrates clip. their their kids' eighth birthday with strippers. That that's normal. And listen, guys, for those of you listening, <laughs> it's a black thing. You wouldn't understand it. Don't yeah. I know it? <laughs> Don't I know it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the couple of ten day deals for uh former teammates. So we get a ten day with uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, going to the New Orleans Pelicans for for 10 days. going to wear number 24 in honor of Kobe. And we get DeMarcus Cousins is heading to to L.A. to play for the other L.A. team, the Clippers, on a 10-day. And both those guys have been ravaged by injuries over the years, right? Uh, Isaiah's hip injury, obviously a massive, massive blow to his career. Cost him hundreds of millions of dollars at least. Um and and he's and this is Trey. Is this his fourth time trying to get back since that injury? Um, wait, let's see. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Right? I yeah. Mean, as far as far as getting signed, though, I think it was just the uh, the Wizards. And, just the Wizards, yeah. And and now, yeah. Oh yeah, because he, he got traded to he got traded to the Clippers so and the Cavs, and then waived, so right? The, yeah. Yeah. So it's the Cavs, the Lakers, the Clippers. You know but he's played for previous teams before. I'm just excited for him, man. He looked really good out in Seattle. Him and Jamal have been playing. Um, and then he got a chance to play in, you know, the USA basketball situation. Um, so, you know, just him getting another opportunity and, and you know, being, being pro about it. You know, he ain't out here crying, saying that he deserved to be on a team and all that. He just putting the work in quietly. And, you know, they, they gave him a look. So, you know, you know how 10 days work. Sometimes you might get a look, you might yeah. not, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, great story. You know, he's wearing number 24 in honor of Kobe Bryant. So I think that should be a, a, a shining moment, but I hope that he can, you know, he can stick on the roster because, I mean, he's a good dude. As someone who covered the peak of his career, I will always root for Isaiah Thomas because, like, when he got to the Celtics, he was a sixth man. and yeah. And he just always had this like incredible belief in himself and then became the all-star became the all NBA guy was fifth in MVP voting. 
like that playoff the last playoff run he was with boston like his sister passed away the day before the playoffs started literally the day before the playoffs started and, and to he's watch still in his stendum and and he was dealing with the hip injury like that playoff run he was getting treatment on his hip he had to go to the hospital because his tooth got knocked out his his sister he had 53 points on the the day that would have been his sister's birthday in an overtime playoff game against the wizards it was like one of the most incredible things you could ever cover uh just because of all he was persevering through and so to see how the last few years have gone has been like just so unfortunate and to see him kind of grind his way back and get the hip surgery and keep keep putting in the work behind the scenes when so much has gone wrong for him and you know he he was looking at like a 150 million dollar contract something like that yeah, something in the easy, Drew Holiday territory easy. yeah and and so now to be grinding just to get a 10 day contract it just speaks a lot about what made him so great in the first place just how the fact Danny that Danny Ainge do that Jay King how do you look Danny Ainge in the eye I mean after he violated Isaiah Thomas like that yeah I mean you can say that but Isaiah has said <laughs> Isaiah has said afterward that that he he wouldn't have stopped playing with the hip no matter what, what? because yeah. you know after his sister passed away he just that was like his outlet and so right, he wouldn't right, have right, even right, changed right. that run and then after he is injured and you got a chance to go trade for Kyrie, it's like you you have to do that, right? Like, especially when you get to blame him for your sucky ass team two years later, <laughs> you have to do it. You have to, like, you it's have to move. do that. You yeah. have to build in that freaking excuse making machine you, over you, there in Boston. You have to. It's always you, excuses. You over trade there. for an all star and a goat, and not not like the greatest of all time, but like yeah, a scapegoat. No scapegoat. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but seriously, like like Isaiah. I'll never cover anything as inspirational as that just because of everything he was going through and and still like like reaching new heights in his career at the same time. It it was just incredible. Well, now see. hold on, Jay. You say you'll never cover anything as inspiring as that, but Peyton Correct. Pritchard is just a rookie. Okay, we got time to. <laughs> it's early. But I'm telling you, man. Like, like two peas. The other two peas from Boston. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Though that was like. Like the day I, the day the Celtics started the playoffs, the the locker room was like like him literally like like crying before the game, and and players like like just silent because they loved him and they didn't know how to react to him, and then to see him take that team to the Eastern Conference Finals anyway, it was like like that was just just showed up everything about him. But nothing could keep him down, and and so I I hope that he's able to parlay this into something greater because like really I, I've I've seen him up front do some stuff that was just that playoff run was was just incredibly special. Uh, the other the other ten day signing Demarcus Cousins also has missed out on probably hundreds of millions of dollars due yeah. to some injuries, uh, blown on his knee, blown on his Achilles, uh, just had a hard time getting back. He looked awful, awful in Houston earlier this season before before they waived him um and so now he'll get a chance with a Clippers team that does need some you know need some a little size I don't think he'll play all that much I wonder if he'll get an actual look during games but there's a chance to like come in 
um, you know, show that he has maybe a, a little more explosiveness than he did early in Houston. Cause I think that's the issue. Like, it's not like cousins was ever this unbelievable athlete, but at his size, having the quickness he did obviously made him an all-star, right? You know, he was, you know, putting in 25 a game. Like he was really hard to cover because he was so strong, so big and had enough quickness, but now there is no boost. And I do, I wonder like for a team like the, like the Pelicans giving Isaiah a, a look with a 10 day, they're not firmly in the playoffs, right? They're hoping to find some kind of spark and everything. I don't see the Clippers really playing around too much and experimenting too much with what cousins can give them. Um, because this is a team that's like trying to compete for a championship, right? Like that, like there's just such a difference in how those two situations maybe lend themselves to seeing these guys on the court. Yeah. I mean, if you're the Clippers, you feel like you have to give them a look just in case anything is there, right? They're going to need every last ounce of talent to achieve their goals this year, which is they want to win a championship. So if you can kick the tires on a guy who in the past has been one of the most talented bigs we ever saw, it's hard to pass that up. I get it. Um, Now, how likely is he to contribute to winning playoff basketball? It seems highly unlikely, or else you wouldn't have been able to sign him. Um, But, you know, they're taking a flyer. There's nothing wrong with it. And their big man rotation isn't exactly lighting the world on fire right yeah. now, so I get it. And you know, I I, I hope I, I hope Demarcus can show something because I, I, I loved his game back when he was right physically. So I don't know. I hope I hope it works. The part to me that's still promising about him, and even though obviously he's he's lost the athleticism, he's lost the lift. The passing and the skill, like that can yeah. still help a team. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And so yeah. I, like like you look at, you know, Marcus saw how he was with the Raptors. I, obviously, Boogie's never been on that level defensively, but it's like that that type of passing can change an offense and and bring things about an yeah. offense to life. And so that's that's where Boogie to me like could still make a difference for a team. And and that's that's why I think like like it's it's good to take a flyer on him even if he's diminished. On top of him being seven foot and an incredible rebounder with awesome hands and all that. But yeah. the passing to me is like the skill that that still like matters. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for summer and warmer days. I know I'm looking outside right now. Sun's out, birds are chirping. It's time to start getting outside. Uh, I know that I like to get outside and play basketball with my kids. And honestly, I need to get into a fitness routine in order to keep up with these guys. And Peloton is there for me. Peloton's varying class links were designed with your training plan in mind. Personalize your workout, whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance. Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. Peloton's classes were made to challenge you. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you're already excelling in. Peloton's program and instruction push you to be your best. Their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run indoors, 
row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Speaking of big men, it's time for a little quick game of fraud or no fraud with the Brooklyn Nets front court. Trey, you want to set this one up? Because this was, this was your idea for the Brooklyn Nets front court. We're going to play fraud or no fraud. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying no fraud right now. I, for what they have to offer, they don't have to do too much. But, you know, Blake Griffin, it's looking pretty solid. LaMarcus Aldridge, looking pretty solid. Even in their start right now against the Bulls, they're they're coming off a little warm, man. Especially, you know, Blake and LMA. You know, they, I think they combined 13, 15 points right now. So they don't have to do much, man. Especially when, you know, the, the, the trio is playing at full strength. So I don't know. I mean, the whole washed and, you know, I, I see that now the small markets have complained about the buyout market and they want oh, things changed. God. Don't get me started. Don't get me. I kind of want to get you started. My bad. I kind of want to get My you bad. started. Let's get Wait, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just get saying. Started. Why are they always bitching? Oh, my job is so hard. I can't get anybody to sign in Memphis for nothing. It's hard. It's hard living here. It's, <laughs> I have to eat barbecue all the time. And free agents don't want to sign here in the buyout market. I can't. It's Oklahoma. Shut up. God damn, man. San Antonio let LMA go. They got $7 million for the honor of doing so. But you're bitching about what small markets can or cannot do. Well, yeah, and then they upgraded with Gorgie Jang. Come on. Like, they got him in the buyout market. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Who are we talking about, man? Well, here's my question, too. Did, like, Utah or Memphis try to sign LaMarcus Aldridge? Like, I, like I'm not saying they could have gotten like him, but did they try? Be, it's only, like, five of them that could claim to be crying about this stuff. Here's the thing, though. It's called buyout market. They're bought out by their respective teams. <laughs> right. Bro, they're not welcome. No, no, Trey, but you don't get it. Now, we don't get to get a, 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 the 47th pick in the draft for them. Everybody knows they're not going to be here anymore, and they don't want to give us a, 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 a horrible second-round pick anymore for them. What, 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 what do we do? I really like Waz's small market voice. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's just stupid, man. They're uh, always crying. They're always crying. If it's not, oh, LeBron did a sign and trade with the Heat so he could get the six years rather than the um, four or five year. Let's abolish the sign and trade. Then it's like, wait, hold on. We used to get stuff for that. Okay, let's bring it back. They're always so reactionary. These freaking small markets, they're always crying. Meanwhile, the Knicks have been in the biggest city in the world and haven't done shit for 20 years. Hold so on what are you second. talking about? Talk about the five-seed Knicks right now or something like that. Oh. Five, six-seed, right? <laughs> we back, the big baby. 15. The big 15. Uh, we'll get the to that. Hold on. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, yeah, well, all right. So for, for fraud or no fraud, I'll say the Nets front court is a fraud, but it doesn't matter because they have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. Does it like it's not gonna matter? Like I think their best front court player is Jeff Green. If we're not counting like Kevin Durant. Obviously Kevin well, Durant's man, the best player. It looks like their careers are resurrected on Easter Sunday, man. Uh, I mean it looks like they played the Bulls. 
Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. It looks like, <laughs> look, it, 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 do you guys want to watch Blake Griffin or LaMarcus Aldridge cover people in pick and roll in a playoff setting where people are hunting them? Like, I, no, think, no, no, no. I think Blake will play you. in the playoffs. I don't think LaMarcus will play much after like the first Shocking. round. Shocking. You yeah. don't think LaMarcus Aldridge is good. <laughs> I didn't say that. Say that I said I don't think he's gonna play because he's not good. <laughs> that front court is definitely fraudulent, as very, very fraudulent. But like Zach said, I don't think it matters. But the only time it could matter is like it's the finals. LeBron is coming at you every possession, orchestrating the offense, hunting Blake Griffin, hunting Lamarcus Aldridge, hunting DeAndre Jordan, hunting basically everyone on the Nets roster. Um, so that's that's when it could matter. Until then, it doesn't yeah. matter. I actually think those guys like Aldridge and Blake, they're not extreme difference makers at this point, but they're skilled enough and that that they could be helpful. So Yeah, and 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 how, you know, I nobody thinks to themselves Giannis is just going to feast on those matchups. No. You don't feel like that. You don't think that he's going to punish the Nets for their big man rotation. Maybe Philly could. Maybe. But then, you know, your second best player can't shoot jump shots. So I mean, Miami. Bam, Bam's going to destroy Miami, that front court. Bam's going to average 30. Uh, I'm showing some Miami respect. I had to throw some Miami respect. No, I, I, I hear the condescension in your voice. I hear the sarcasm. I'm not buying this shit, Jay. Okay, I'm not falling for it. I'm not. There's no okie doke here that's gonna get me. Like you, keep your hating ass out of South Beach. Okay, you stay was, up in the that cold. That was true respect. Stay, I, no, I did not mean no, that was that was no, not sarcasm. I don't agree. I'm not buying it. I'm not falling for the old banana in the tailpipe here. Okay, it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> all right, we got some we got some injuries uh, to get to. Gordon Hayward, the latest Charlotte Hornet uh, to get hurt, he's out for four weeks. So now they're out. They're without Lamelo and Gordon for a, for a couple of weeks. Good thing for them, they're the four seed right now, uh, tied with Miami um, in terms of of games back, but they have a, a slight percentage lead for win percentage they're the four seed um can they survive the next three to four weeks without both those guys it's gonna be tough because it's the east right like <laughs> i thought i thought when lamello i thought when lamello got hurt i was like oh they're screwed they're done and they were fine like yeah, they were fine. I mean, I mean Gordon's going to be different. Look, but... Melo's still a rookie. It's not like he's yeah. what made them a great team or, or a good enough team to make the playoffs. But, you know, what, what's the competition looking like? Like, you have to think to yourself, Orlando, who was the epitome of mediocrity, stripped down. <laughs> you know, that's the East. So, uh, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think at worst, that's what's important. At they worst, they'll win. go to the playing tournament, right? Right, right. Like, I, yeah. they could slip to the playing tournament. Chase. I don't think they're slipping out. I do think they'll slip to the, the playing tournament, though. I, it's just, it's hard for, like, when you lose one guy, then it's, you can kind of survive that. But when you're the Hornets and you lose two of your three best players, that's just a lot to make up for. Like, yeah. the production, the passing of both of those guys – the size of both of those guys, you know, like 
those guys especially hayward do so much and and to to lose the two most versatile guys on your roster it's tough to overcome that and then the east standings are so bunched up like that any team behind them if they just put together like a four game win streak could pass them or a three game win streak could pass them so i I see them slipping to seven eight maybe yeah somewhere in that range and then you've got to beat out like indiana or boston and I don't know how you trust either of those teams right now. Like Toronto may be in the mix. They may not be in the mix. Chicago may be in the mix. They may not be in the mix. Like the biggest threat actually might be the wizards at some point, just because they have, they have Bradley Beal. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think you're sweating as long as they get those guys back for the playing tournament. I don't think you're, I don't think you're sweating it too much. Um, all right, let's go to our final, final segment, which is a new game called say what in which, Reggie Bullock and Julius Randle have said something that is confusing about the Knicks. So, um, so as as you know, New York media is wont to do. Uh, there's some shots being taken at the Nets for some reason in this, this article from Stefan Bondi of the New York Daily News. Uh, the lead of the article is the Nets' big three is like those way too expensive Lego sets stored on the top shelf. They're rarely assembled kind of clever i like that a little bit but <laughs> asking like the that. Knicks, that's a nice little nice little line there yeah we may we may see all three of them monday night um when the knicks and nets play at barclays and so the knicks are being asked about the big three and we get a response from reggie bullock we got a big five okay they don't need a big three we got a big five and then julius randall says no we got a big 15 <laughs> A big 15. A big 15 is crazy. I mean, Charles, you can't leave out the bros. Right. Can't you can't leave out yeah, the bros. You like, look, Yo, you let the Knicks get one. to 500 one time and they just start talking wrong. And they just start I saying anything. love it. I love it. You know, this is. I, and the thing is, they're feeling themselves, right? Um, we, we talked about the parade. <laughs> they're, they're having parades in front of the garden because the team was one game under 500 after 35 games, right? So if you're on the team who is receiving that level of adoration for that, <laughs> you're going to call yourself the Big 15. Man, can you imagine? Can you just imagine? Look, I know it wouldn't have been the same team, but can you imagine what this would have looked like if KD and Kyrie had chosen oh, the Knicks no, instead of the Nets? Exact. Zach, it's for the best. No, it's not. No. It's It's for someone who analyzes this content every fucking day. I'm telling you, it's not for the best. I feel like I feel like Tom Thibodeau is in the locker room. You know what? Fuck 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 the big three. We got the big five. We got the big fifteen. Fuck the big three. Kevin Durant, fuck that. We got Julius Randle. We're gonna beat him with defense. Yo, why have we been podcasting this whole time and Jay has never unleashed his Tom Thibodeau? <laughs> Jay Thibodeau. Oh, my God. We Yo. need more Jay Thibodeau. Oh, my listen, God. Listen, listen. Trey is on the ground. He's on the ground. He's seeing it. The the mediocrity. Nick fans are showing their ass right now for pure 
mediocrity. No, this Could team's good. I'm not wrong with this. This team's if good. They were actually good. They are good. Was there's they've been a top defense all season long. That's they, they good. Hooping, they hooping on D. They hooping on D. They hooping on D. They 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 try hard. They execute. We play together. It doesn't matter. We're not as talented. It kind of sounds sound like Christian Bale and Batman, too. Looks like it's a mix. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> we got Derrick Rose. Fuck Kyrie Irving. Yo, make sure all this is in the clip. All of this is in Kyrie never won the MVP. Oh, my God. If we could get an animator to draw Tom Thibodeau saying oh all this shit. Oh, God, yo. Oh man, but, I, but, I do, but but this is the thing. I love it. Like you want your team to feel like this. Everybody wants their team to feel like this. Disconnected, this confident, this like this is what a team should feel like every time, right? You know, um, talent be damned. Like the mentality that they're bringing to it, it it's it's cool to watch. But the battery that's in these guys' back, it's a bit ridiculous. Uh, Reggie Bullock said there are 15 (laughs) players on the roster. With our team that we have, with our leader as coach and our leader with Randall on the court, that's why we're here. We're here to compete. We're here to win games. We know how great we can be. That was one of our goals at the beginning of the year was to compete against everybody and have fun doing it. We're the Big 15. (laughs) (laughs) i love it oh my god who's their best young talent (laughs) nick claxton we got kevin knox bitch (laughs) you are no longer allowed to not do that voice you have to do the rest of your podcasting like i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna hit the athletic up and just say like yo y'all gotta pay Y'all gotta pay Jay Thibodeau and oh Jay King. God. He said we got. He said, "Who needs Kyrie? We got Derrick Rose." <laughs> like, like who knew after three pods after the Rock rolls back, Jay, the resurrection of Jay Thibodeau would come out. Was <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Who's the best young talent?" Nick Claxton. We got Kevin Knox, bitch. That's. <laughs> 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 oh man that's gonna do it I, we're not gonna top that that's going out on a high note that, we're not gonna top that that's uh the athletic nba show basketball's edition here on the athletic podcast network make sure you're subscribed to the athletic to get all the best content all the best coverage of sports on the internet plus you get jay thibodeau covering the celtics in a way no one else can do ice 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 Make sure you subscribe to the show, rate, review, do all that stuff that helps the algorithms. Make sure you're checking everything out and retweeting everything on Twitter. Read the articles, leave fun comments, all that stuff for Trevon Edwards, for Wazi Lambre, for Jay Thibodeau. I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked on The Athletic. The Athletic.